Welcome to The Overcomer's Journey, where we are overcoming the world one faith step at a time as we walk in truth and love. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us and gave His life for us. I am Mayfilia Odette, your host for the next 15 minutes. So let's get started. This marble. It is really about operating, being under, when I, when, as I thought about it, I typed in my notes, I am a woman under authority. And as people of God, we should operate under the authority that God has given us. And the authority is found in the 66 books of his word. It's kind of like when you get a new job and, you know, they give you these operating manuals to tell you what your authority is and is not. Now, a computer program in a, in a quick moment will tell you what your authority is and is not. You'll go try to do this and they'll say, uh-uh, I, I'm not doing that. You don't have the authority to do that. And some, he also talked about how when, we, uh, when he talked about his um, big mama going to the store and she said, go get me this. And he goes, gets it because he's under her instruction and under her authority. Because if he walked out with the list without the authority that she gave him, he would be a thief. And so often we're like thieves and robbers operating outside of the authority of God. And the first step to operate within this authority is to first submit up under the authority. One of my favorite scriptures says, um, the one that says, turn to God, submit unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Our authority, we're under authority when we submit unto God and resist because so often we go to fight these you know this is how we fight our battles but we're fighting our battles in our flesh and there's no authority in our flesh we're fighting our battles in the multitude of thoughts that we have when we're thinking about things or in the multitude of words that we have when we have multitude of words sin is not lacking we find ourselves out from under the authority that God has called us to operate in. So what is this simple trust that we are to operate in? What is it? The word of God tells in Proverbs 3, 5, starting at verse 5 in the message version of the Bible, it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Prayer is indicative of a life of trust and dependence upon God. Who are you depending upon? Are you depending upon your authority? Because your own authority, your personal authority, is about as powerful as your righteousness. Filthy rags. That's why we need to be up under the authority of God. Or we may find ourselves like the seven sons of Skeevers running out. But I pray that that's not like us, that we're no Skeevers in this room today. 
I pray that we are all saved, we've submitted to the authority through salvation, and now we're walking up on the authority. I work here at this office, and there are certain things I can do and I can't do. When I have the card for the account, there are only certain things I can buy and certain things I can. I can only purchase that which has to do within the realm of this place. But I can't take that card and take it home and purchase things within the realm of that space because I'm a thief and a robber. So when I'm facing the circumstances and situations, I cannot run out and do it in my own strength because I'm going to find myself in a mess, in a big old mess. Therefore, I must operate under God. What are you saying? I need him to direct my path. I can't look at my children or look at the things around me or look at the people in my lives or look at my husband and begin to put my mouth on those very things. The only things I need to do which works in my authority is pray for those circumstances in those situations. The word of God says... This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in my eyes. The word of God says that he truly wrote this script. He says, every day of my life was written in, written out before I lived any day. So if he wrote the script concerning my life, therefore he has given me authority concerning the script, meaning that I'm under his authority. So one of my favorite scriptures in trusting him, this is the scripture I go back to over and over again. It says, Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, that he should tell, this is Amplified version, that he should tell or act a lie, neither the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction, but he has promised. He said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? And one of my prayer, one of the things I keep going back to is anytime I face something, I have to, my prayer is, God, you do what your word says do. God, I'm trusting in your authority. It's not in my strength. It's not in my might. It's not in my power. I can't make anybody do anything. I personally can't make anything, anybody do anything that has lasting effects. But God can. He is the one that works behind the scenes. I love the way the message says, God is not a man, one given to lies, and not a son of man changing his mind. Does he speak and not do what he says? Or does he promise and not come through? No, we don't serve a man um, as ourselves. We serve a God who has all power, who has all knowledge, who knows everything. There's nothing impossible for him. And when we submit up under that authority, there's nothing impossible for us. It's urgent that we get this right. It's urgent that we get this right, right now. Not tomorrow, not next week. 
Not any of those times, but now is the time to get it right. The word of God tells us that it pays to take life seriously. Things work out when you trust in God. The word also tells us in Proverbs 28 and 25 in the message version, a grasping person stirs up trouble. That's when we operate in our own personal authority. But trust God, trust in God brings a sense of well-being. Things work out when we put, when we stand under the authority of God. I love it when we talked about, um, there's Jairus who came about his daughter and the woman with the issue of blood. He said to the woman with the issue of blood, after she had touched him and realized she was whole, he said, daughter, you took a risk trusting me. And now you're healed and whole. Live well and be blessed. Isn't that the result of what God does? Is that when we're living well and being and we are blessed, that people look at us and see that we are not the person bent over in our infirmities, but we're standing up and standing whole. And our testimonies, our trust in him and the effects of our trust become the witness and becomes the witness tool to bring others to Christ where we are able to tell others what this is what God did for me. And that's what we, we cannot be afraid of saying what God has done for us or trust in his authority. Because as we said earlier, we read earlier, God's not a man. He ain't lying. He ain't lying about what he says. He's trustworthy. We need to have simple trust in him. Now, we trusted him for salvation, but when it comes to our everyday, ordinary life, sometimes we don't have any trust. We are quick to say, oh, yeah, I trust God then what's that you doing outside his authority? What's that? Why are you operating outside the authority? Or why are you operating not under his authority, but you're trying to take authority? We're quick to take authority. We're quick to say, oh, look at me. We're quick to put our trust in our own flesh. But the word of God says put no trust, no confidence in this flesh. Why? This flesh is a mess. And once this flesh tries and take authority, it quickly, it will try to convince you that it knows what it's doing when it doesn't. And then when it all goes left and south, it reminds you, you shouldn't have believed me anyway. You know you can't trust in me and start condemning you. But the beautiful thing about it, when the people came back to J.R.'s and said, your daughter's dead. Jesus said to him, Jesus overheard and said, don't be upset. Just trust me and everything will be all right. But this tells me that if I am not praying, if I am not trusting God, it is indicative of a life of trust and dependence upon me, myself and I. That's not where we want to be, is it? Do I want to stand before the Father and say, God, I didn't pray because I knew I had this. I cannot, I, I, I don't have it. I don't have the answers. Only he has the answers. I can't make my children act right. Only he can get them in the, when they're laying down in their beds. I, I, I can't be everywhere. I'm not on post 24-7. I don't see everything. I don't know everything. I don't have the answers. And even when someone's talking about talking to me 
ain't even talking about me, but talking to me, and they're coming with their most seer, and it looks like they might be telling the truth. I don't know if they're telling the truth about the Spirit of God. Only God knows how to reach their very heart. So I want to leave you with three. I don't want us to be average in our praying. I don't want us to be people not under his authority. I don't want us to be people that uh, are operating in our own strength. I want us to be people who are under authority, declaring that we are men and women under authority so that our prayers are answered. This ain't fantasy land. Well, we have it our way. This ain't the little man that comes out and says, welcome to fantasy line, whoever he is. God is not the fantasy man provider. He is not when you step off the plane and you say, this is your fantasy. That's not God. He does not have a role. He wrote the script. So we got to live in it. Amen and amen. So three things. Four things, I'm sorry. It's urgent we get this right. Number one, prayer takes honor. We got to honor the authority that we're under. Number two, prayer takes humility. We got to be people under authority. Number three, prayer takes honesty. We got to line ourselves up with the authority. And number five, prayer takes hope. We got to put all our trust and our hope in the authority. Hmm. Number two was prayer takes humility. Number four is hope. So let's be like Abraham, who against hope believed in hope, that he might be the father of many nations. I'm a the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. Who spoke it? God spoke it. And not being weak in our faith or lost in our trust, he considered not his own strength or his own body, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. To God be the glory. So let us pray. Thank you for tuning in to The Overcomer's Journey. I pray that you have been encouraged to overcome the world one faith step at a time. If you have questions, comments, or prayer requests, please send me an email at theovercomersjourney at gmail.com.